3: By cutting red tape and unleashing America's medical genius, we've reduced the fatality rate 85% since April. For individuals under 50, they've, they have a 99.98% rate of survival from the China virus. Um, that's a number that's been uh, in really increasing substantially with time. As children go back to school, we're encouraged that early research shows only a small degree of spread Brown University conducted a study of more than 550 schools across 46 states and found that only 0.076 percent of students had confirmed cases of the virus, that's a tiny percentage, and only 0.15 percent of teachers had confirmed cases. Patients coming to the emergency room due to the virus is down to only 1.6 percent of all emergency room visits. The lowest since the pandemic began, 1.6% emergency room visits. I wish I'd jotted all
4: those numbers down because they're so interesting, but the 99.98% survival rate for
5: people under 50, I mean, come on. I always go back to when I saw that tweet, the if only we could save 99% of us. That is what's happening. Right. And we're not educating kids and devastating the economy and all this sort of stuff saving and 99% of people are going to be okay. Right. Um, And and virtually 100% of the children. So very important in there. And I'm glad the Washington Post has the headline today that the feared spike in COVID cases from opening the schools has not occurred. It has people going back to college has spread the virus. They're fine, by the way. Um, But in the schools for the younger kids, it has not not the teachers or the kids. Which really makes you wonder if uh, schools that are still not open need to not be open? Well, uh, it doesn't make me wonder. I know the answer to that. You know it. Open the freaking schools, and we probably shouldn't have shut them down in the first place, and let's think long and hard before we ever do that again.
4: I have a terrific uh, letter to the editor or something written by a school principal I want to get to sooner or later, but man, she just lays it on the line about how essential schools are for children and get them the hell open.
5: Well, my son's school, they sent out an email. One of the high school kids killed himself the other day. And, uh, and 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 the parents say it was his incredible depression over this, you know, distance learning. He was into sports and friends and all this sort of stuff. Oh, my And the God. staying home and not being in school and everything like that. You know, that kind of depression and everything is very complicated. But, I get, you know, there are all kinds of studies that show that that's happening all across America. I know, I know my own kids, the effect it's had. I know I've seen the effect on his friends, the staying home. So it didn't even need to be done from the freaking COVID standpoint, let alone looking at the totality of health. Right. That's
4: really, really maddening. Yes, it is. And the fact that schools remain closed or partially closed or whatever is, is indefensible, except perhaps vulnerable teachers, older teachers, sick teachers, pay them to stay home. I don't care. Open the schools. You have a 99.98% survival rate among anybody under 50. Get them the hell in the classroom or let them
5: resign. Now, yesterday, the CDC guy with the weird beard said. Grow mustache. That uh, more than 90% of Americans have yet to be exposed to COVID. Hmm. Suggesting that we're not even close to any chance of herd immunity. And that without a virus, this is, this pandemic is not going to end. 90% without of a, a vaccine. A vaccine, yeah. I'm sorry. I always get that mixed up. And they're very different words.
4: Um, if I go to get a vaccine and they give me a virus, I'm going to be pissed.
5: I'd ask for my money back. Yeah. Um, More than 90% have yet to be exposed to COVID. That's incredible. Yeah. Well, that'll explain why I know more people who've lost a business than have gotten COVID. Yeah. If that, you know, that number.
4: Yeah, if indeed they ever develop symptoms. True that. Um, On the other side of the scale, because around here, we don't pick an agenda and just hammer it and ignore facts. There is a disconcerting number of people who get uh, the inflammation of the heart muscle from COVID. And then you have this also in the WAPO. Massive genetic study shows coronavirus mutating and potentially evolving amid rapid U.S. spread. Ooh, boy. The largest U.S. genetic study of the virus conducted in Houston shows one viral strain out-distancing all of its competitors and many potential important mutations. Now, this is somewhat speculative. It's, it's early days.
5: And remember, that's what happened in 1918. It came in the spring, just like this one, and it was pretty bad, and then kind of went, went away somewhat. And everybody thought, whew, you know. We, we weathered the storm. It came back in the fall and killed a lot of people around the world. It mm-hmm. mutated. It was a different thing when it came back in the fall. Right.
4: Now, they say so far it's been pretty stable as these things go. Thank um, God.
5: I but, mean, that's the, that's the nightmare scenario right there. But it has become more transmissible,
4: they think. Not more deadly, just more transmissible. Well, that might be a good thing. Yeah, it might. It's just we don't know. Unless it mutates again and, and, and becomes uh, more deadly and horrendous, but nobody's quite sure. Um, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's we're just, we're from a different generation or we're raised differently or whatever. I can accept that there is danger about everybody has to be smart, but we have to soldier on. We can't shut down the world, curl into a fetal position. And 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 just wait it out. Our terror so strong that we ignore every other danger, whether it be suicide, undiagnosed cancers, undiagnosed strokes, you know, addiction, abuse, despair, joblessness, which leads to homelessness, which leads to despair. I mean, we're so terrified by the vid. We're so dysfunctional with our fear. We can't even consider those other things. I I just don't get that. You have to soldier on. That's what it is to be a human. And if I get it and if I die from it, fine. I understand that. I drive to work every day. 25 miles, I could be killed in a wreck. And I'm tired of it. I just don't want to drive anymore. But I do it because I have to.
5: Uh, I got a text. Uh, schools are open in Douglas County, Nevada. Yay! We also got this text: EDUHSD. Uh, that'd be one of your San Diego uh, school districts. Uh, not opening it until October. These ninety nine point nine eight percent of students are really missing the boat. More D's and Fs than ever. No engagement. Wow. Uh, you got to open the schools with with the information that's out now. You got to open them. Okay, I'll give you. I'll give you a pass for we didn't know. But sure. now we do know. So open the freaking school.
4: Yeah, I ought to get to that uh, letter from the principal. As long as we're talking about it, I'm going to have to find it. I have so much stuff here. We have all sorts of. There's so much misinformation about the Brianna Taylor thing. You turn in tune into t- cable news right now, you're going to hear lies. Um, and, and you might hear from uh, from some of your favorite online conservatives. I, true. Did. I did. Yeah, me I too.
5: Absolutely did. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, Joe, Joe nailed this down earlier, and it was fantastic. I want to hear it again. Oh, let's see what well, gosh, that's
4: enough. That's plenty. Oh, San Francisco has completely lost its mind. There is a Venezuelan communist as the district attorney. They are they have made a property crime legal, essentially. And have started a new program where they're not going to do anything about crime, but they'll give you taxpayer money if you get uh hit with property crime. It's just it's it's insanity. What has happened to the world? What is going on? All of these things and more to come. Don't go away.
5: So that's St. Pete's, Florida, and uh, people dining at a restaurant on the beach, and a bunch of protesters showed up after the Brianna Taylor ruling came out yesterday, and uh, diners, you've seen these sorts of videos before people screaming in their faces challenging them to fights picking up their food that sort of thing
4: demanding that they raise their fist in solidarity or solidarity or suffer consequences
5: yeah and uh, so we'll talk more about that coming up in a little bit i don't know what i'd do if i, I think if i was at a restaurant and that happened i'd get up and walk out the back door i suppose but um especially Dinner if I, table especially if i was there with my kids but, i
4: would sure as hell call the cops and if they didn't show up i was sure sure as hell write an editorial and and the rest of it and Make sure everybody knows it.
5: The headline, according to the Attorney General of Kentucky yesterday, was it was not a no-knock raid. So, well, that kind of blows up the whole narrative of the whole anger from the very beginning. But more on that in a few minutes.
4: Yeah, the the truth of the Breonna Taylor tragedy, and nobody debates that it's a tragedy uh, coming up. Well, actually, some people do debate that it's a tragedy. Um, But more on that to come. This is so good. I had to share it with you. And, and we'll figure out a way to post it at armstrongandgetty.com uh, soon so you can send it around. Give us a half an hour or so. But, uh, we got this from a teacher who knows the principal involved. Um, he feels strongly that the kids should be back in school, um, and he gives his uh, permission to share it. I will just uh, I, I will read most of it to you because it is so brilliant. I don't want to leave much out. He writes, my name is Justin Kern, proud principal of Gridley High School. That is in the northern part of Cal Unicornia. I email you today to express my concerns from an educational perspective about the approach that has been taken with our schools. I hope these points will make it into the conversation amongst decision makers immediately. Are you listening, Gavin? Our county, that was me, not him. Our county and state leaders to this point have demonstrated no fundamental understanding of education at best, Ah! or at worst, value control under the guise of protecting us from ourselves more than children getting their education. All
5: obviously true.
4: Quite simply, we are not meeting the needs or acting in the best interests of our children. I fumble for the words to describe what is taking place as I find it incomprehensible. We have shut down the most essential business of all our schools. Without school, many other businesses can never fully open or staff at capacity. Uh, Parents, you know, having to be at home with their kids. Uh, But this is a not the point. As someone tasked with putting the interests of students first, I cannot reconcile the closures. Originally, my argument was embedded in that I fear an uneducated populace. I believe you are well aware of the ignorance on display daily across the nation much more than I fear the unknown. However, now I find my focus on the do no harm mantra that the Capitol paraded out to us in the spring. Can we possibly cause more harm by doing what we are doing? I do not think of a decision causing more harm than shutting down our schools. Our collective approach has been to be the most punitive to school-aged children, the data, the science, and common sense simply do not support the severity of the path chosen. It is an undisputed and irrefutable fact that K-12 students are the demographic least likely to be impacted negatively by COVID-19. I am well aware that they can be carriers and often can be asymptomatic. Are there risks? Of course. There is a risk getting out of bed in the morning, getting in a motor vehicle or eating undercooked chicken. We cannot make life altering decisions on what might happen. And quite honestly, that shouldn't be a political choice to make. Then he gets into uh, child abuse and how it's high in the county and how this has increased it. And he goes on to say, mental health is another aspect exacerbated by the closures. As students' engagement with schools and peers diminishes, anxiety and other mental health and emotional problems increase. As a community that's already been rocked by multiple suicides this past year and several attempts, this really hits home. On a national level, we will lose more young people to suicide than COVID, and it won't even be close. Wow. As as far as high school students and families I serve, they have been flat out robbed, deprived of athletics, life experiences, social development, prom, so on and on, with no end in sight. These are benchmarks for some, but milestones for others. I struggle with the "save us from ourselves" approach. While the businesses that sell vape devices to my teenagers that have a lot of free time on their hands remain open and ineffective. Good one. Unaffected. While some community members have been impacted by the virus, I wish no one would have to endure. I believe that our community is a major fundamentally believes that lack of exercise, processed foods, vaping, pose a greater threat to our overall health, certainly the kids, than COVID. The CDC's considerations for long-term school closure does not and is not ever supported the course of action we have taken. Then he gets into the, the equity we're looking for In education, under the current guidance, is a farce. The educational gap is growing, and everybody knows it. As people with means have their students with teachers receiving an education. You're kidding yourself if you don't think this occurs. Where's the equity in that? Some schools are open, and the teachers often travel from their tier one residence to get there. Does this make sense? And, you know, he closes by uh, more or less summarizing his case. There is far more damage. Multiples more damage. Being done to the kids by keeping them out of school, than by whatever risk COVID holds for them. Un- the survival rate under
5: fifty is almost one hundred percent. Yeah, undoubtedly for kids, true. It I is. Mean, there's, there's no arguing. No, absolutely not. But yet it continues all kinds of places. Right. Uh, yeah. It's uh, it's it's horrifying. It's absolutely horrifying.
4: Well, and at the risk of repeating ourselves from the last segment. The only fear is COVID, and we're so terrified, we're forgetting that there are many other wolves at our doors, and the doors of the children. And acting it, as if those things don't exist. It is it is stupidity piled on belligerence,
5: piled on, I don't know, disregard for our rights. I don't know what's... I don't completely understand what's driving it. I mean, you got the whole teacher's union thing. Um, Then you've got the weird... Love, falling in love with power thing that I yeah. don't quite understand.
4: You've got the modern expecting-to-live-forever phenomenon. Yeah, I guess. Um, more and more tolerance of, of government intrusion into our lives. I, if the government tells us to do it, we have to do it.
5: I, I don't know what this person's politics are, but we played that, uh, that principle from the Minneapolis area over the weekend. I guarantee you she's no right-winger. Um, uh, and she was saying basically the same things and added in the part about our kids drive by all these homeless people standing around, and, and you know, they're wondering, I can't go to school, I can't do this, I can't do that, but they they get to do whatever they want, and nobody cares. Right. I mean, with that none of that makes sense. The gangbangers are hanging out on the corner,
4: and our kids, with nothing but free time, go over and talk to them and wonder, why can't I be in school? They're why, gathered.
5: Why can't I have football practice when they're hanging out? Yeah, Exactly,
4: and she went on to make the point also that, that these, these kids have the idle hands that are the devil's playthings. You've got to keep the kids
5: busy. Every society has known that since the dawn of man. Well, I've been wondering since April of last year, why aren't more grown-ups saying out loud, this is a disaster. Nobody's learning anything. My kid's depressed. Does anybody think this is working?
4: Sorry to quibble, but it was April of this year. It just seems like it's been going on. Oh, yeah. Last school year. year. Yeah. 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 <sighs> I don't know. it. was immediately it. clear that it was a disaster. Right. And still is. It's slightly better, but not much. Fight the power,
1: folks. Seriously.
3: Armstrong and Getty.
6: perfect, home sweet home.
3: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: Burrito Pop holds your burrito or wrap, freeing up your hands and keeping them clean while you eat. Our patented burrito elevator is a twist on the entire burrito eating experience giving you every last morsel without the mess. And it'll keep your burrito fresh if you need to take a break. I've gone through countless designs, made tons of prototypes, and learned more about the dimensions of a burrito than anyone should ever know. So if you want a better way to carry, keep warm, and eat your favorite food, or just to back an epic side project,
3: back Burrito Pop today.
5: Burritos come in a, a little wrap thing. What, 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 is, what does this thing do?
0: It's the Burrito Elevator. Their patented burrito elevator technology so think chapstick technology but with a burrito oh okay so you've got like a thermos <laughs> okay. with okay. your burrito and then you can nibble off the end and then when you're when you're at the, the thermos container you can kind of twist the bottom and it pushes the burrito up past or like the rest the, of it.
5: the ice cream treat the push-up yes yes very similar yeah. to that 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 sort of
0: yeah okay I don't need one but I respect it so we've been. I eating. didn't need a bagel guillotine slicing thing. Right. I have knives, but I have a bagel
5: slicing guillotine because it's better. Yes, huh. we've been. This eating is the, what uh, made America great. Absolutely, innovation. Right. Um. Uh. We've been eating the lettuce wrapped burgers at fast food joints because we're gluten free, and they wrap it in a lettuce for you. That is so messy. Oh yeah. Oh, just oh, yeah. a disaster. You're,
0: you're gonna be wearing it. You just have to go <laughs>
5: in. People,
0: people don't appreciate how much the bun is a juice sponge.
5: Oh, oh yeah. And,
0: yeah. yeah oh yeah. yeah. Well
5: said. It's just a disaster doing that. That's why most people actually eat their burgers
0: upside down. The like the 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 curvy part of the bun is actually supposed to be the bottom.
5: There's so much heavy stuff going on, and it's all important. Mm. Uh And there's this. Did Jerry Nadler soil himself on stage at a podium next to Nancy Pelosi? The video would indicate that he did. Maybe we'll get into that story again uh, next hour. The video is at armstrongandgetty.com if you want to take a look for yourself.
4: I and virtually everybody who's reviewed the evidence find the defendant guilty of self-poopage.
5: Well, it's not even a question. It seems pretty clear that's absolutely what happened. And
4: this is no rush to judgment, so we'll go over that. Something to look forward to.
5: Yeah, and uh, here's a couple of newsy things that have happened just in the last few moments. So uh, Donald Trump yesterday would not clearly answer yes to a peaceful transition of power. And a number of Republican senators are uh, are uh, wanting him to clear that up today. Mitt Romney, of course, but a few others also that are like, whoa, whoa, whoa! You can't say that. What do you mean by that? Even uh, even Republican senators, and they're reporting that on Fox. So yeah, um, well, so I, that's a bit of a problem.
4: There are parts of Trump's act that I absolutely love, and I'm super glad he was president. There are parts of Trump's act that make me crazy, including his utter inability to explain anything with any complexity. Or, or how he, just, he couldn't. How he failed to say, listen, if the vote is seriously in dispute and it's in the courts, we'll have to go from there. But yes, if the outcome of the of the election is, is known, of course there will be a, tra- a peaceful transfer of power. Why he couldn't just
5: say that, I do not. We got this text, fifth dimensional chess. Trump has been saying ridiculous things for the last four years, so we wouldn't take this one seriously. And he means it. I don't know. I don't Duh think that's right. Um, uh, <laughs> and Nancy Pelosi was just asked, without a pooping Nadler next to her, Um are you going to uh, impeach the president again? And she said he's not worth it at this point. Okay. Whatever that means. All right.
4: Okay. So apparently that is off the table in spite of what she apparently. said. Sunday
0: morning. Good morning. Ask, ask the question about Bill Barr next, and then I'll drop okay. the topic. Sunday morning.
5: You think that's still
0: Good on the morning. table? Good morning. I, Good morning. Sunday
3: morning.
5: <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, if, I, if I'm a Democrat and I want Biden to win and I don't, I don't do anything that gums up the works. I think we're going to win. That's what I would say. Mm. Don't get off on some crazy thing that gives people any reason to change their mind.
4: That's where you're wrong, Jack. That's where you're wrong. What are the happiest and least happiest states in America? We could talk about that. Happy
5: Vania is very, very happy.
4: Here's a guy in Lincoln City, Oregon, who's not very happy. He shot himself in the groin in a grocery store. He was showing off his gun to a buddy. Hey, look at this. (laughs) Uh, the wound was described as gruesome.
5: Yeah, I'll bet. just
4: barely missed his femoral artery, which is oh. no joke. Beautiful Lincoln City, Oregon, right there on the
0: coast. No it's, extra punishment needed.
5: No, exactly that. Uh, that story doesn't. That story made me cringe, but not as much as the one about the San Diego Chargers. I'm sorry, the L.A. Chargers quarterback yesterday. That yeah. one really made me cringe.
4: Yeah, oh. I, you know, I, I've spent some quality time in Lincoln City, um, and I would not speak disparagingly of it. But among the coastal towns of Oregon, if someone was going to shoot themselves in the groin at a grocery store, it would be Lincoln City. Hmm. So, anyway, <laughs> your happiest and least happiest states and moments. How happy a state are you in? Find out. But first, a quick word from our friends at Car Shield. You're pretty damned unhappy if you get a giant bill to repair your car.
5: I and Since I was a young man, uh,. When the check engine light comes on in your car you just think, oh God and, and and a lot of my life it has been I've got no money so whatever this is, it's going to be too much I am not going
4: to um, check the engine. I am going to abandon my car and walk places <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah well you need car shield man car shield is the answer it has helped over 1 million drivers. That's why they're America's number one auto protection company. This is the answer for when your warranty runs out on your car and you're just driving around in la-la land with kind of no protection for a breakdown.
4: Oh, yeah. I mean, the the, the best possible customer for CarShield is your warranty is going to be running out soon. All you have to do to check it out is go to CarShield.com, use the code Armstrong to save 10%. The reviews are fantastic. Check it out anywhere you want. CarShield.com and use the code Armstrong. The methodology in this happiest state thing is not as stupid as some of these things tend to be. Uh, They looked into, where's the methodology? Uh, Key metrics ranging from the depression rate, positive COVID-19 testing rate, income growth, unemployment rate, uh, suicides, all sorts of stuff.
5: Mm. I want to hear the least happy because that's my personality. What's the the least happy? Okay,
4: we'll go to least happy. Here, let's let's count down the bottom five. Kentucky, Dyerton, f- f- fifth least happy. Kentucky, Louisiana, even more miserable than that. Mm. Oklahoma makes Louisiana look cheery. <laughs> Arkansas is down in the mouth uh, more than anybody, but beautiful, and I mean that. West Virginia. Mm. The unhappiest state in the union.
5: And I guarantee you there's plenty of people here that living in those states. say, I have no idea what you're talking about. Me and my friends are perfectly happy.
4: Well, right. And the average happiness in the state has very little effect on me. I'm as happy and or unhappy as I am. Uh, If him over there, he's miserable. I'm sorry to hear that. God bless him. But that's I'm fine.
5: I always remember uh, this was years ago. Decatur County, Iowa was was declared the poorest county in America or the saddest county in America or something like that, <laughs> based on a bunch of statistics. And it's where, like, my whole family's from on my dad's side and my uncle lived there. And we were there for, like, some sort of family reunion, like, the week after that came out in USA Today. Mm-hmm. And he said, I don't know what they're talking about. I mean, yeah. we're happy. Look around. Everybody's, you know, just over at the Dairy Queen. getting Miserable. They got to the, listen, the listen to the media. This is the most miserable county in
4: America. Okay, whatever. Here are your ten happiest states, Jack. Connecticut. We're counting up to number one, obviously. Idaho, Iowa, North Dakota, Cal Unicornia, number six. Maryland's number five, New Jersey, four, Minnesota, Utah, and number one, happiest state they're tap dancing through their day, ear to ear grins, Hawaii. Hmm. We've never been. I've uh, been quite happy every time I've been in Hawaii, but uh, I've been vacationing there,
0: and you know, judging by that list, I'm assuming cost of living isn't on their, uh, their yeah. metrics of
5: no, happiness. No, indeed. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good point right there. Yeah, yeah. So uh,
4: there is a lot of misinformation flying around, uh, flying around online, especially and in the media. Frankly, I mean, CNN are actively lying about the Brianna well, Taylor case.
5: I watched MSNBC last night because I wanted to find out what was going on with that, and I watched that first. I usually take in both. Which, by the way should mention this FBI director Ray just made a statement on that very topic because I was watching MSNBC last night. And then then before I go to Fox, he said, I would encourage people to be critical thinkers and to get their news from a variety of sources and make up their own mind and be a skeptical discerning electorate, which is what I think is the best defense against malign foreign influence here. Well said all of you listening right now, if you groan at the idea of Fox or MSNBC, watch them. Take in the story from both perspectives. It's really helpful. But anyway, I took an MSNBC. time-consuming. Yeah, well, you do 10 minutes on each for the big story of the day. Mm. But, uh, uh, you know, I heard there was a little uh, unrest in Kentucky. Oh, I'd heard the, the police officers were shot. I wanted to find out what was going on. I went to MSNBC. Their version of the story was completely different and left out some key facts from yeah. the day, yeah. including what the attorney general of Kentucky said. The fact that he said it was not a no-knock situation. The grand jury found with evidence it was not a no-knock situation. They didn't mention that on MSNBC. No. There are
4: untruths being repeated and reported over and over again, and on both sides, and we'll straighten it out next.
3: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. There's no doubt
6: that this is a gut-wrenching, emotional case, and the pain that many people are feeling is understandable. But we do have a responsibility uh, to look at the facts as they are. The warrant was not served as a no-knock warrant. Mattingly and Cosgrove were justified in their use of force after having been fired upon by kenneth walker i urge everyone listening today to not lose sight of the fact that a life has been lost a tragedy under any circumstances well he was a rock star
5: at the republican convention a couple of weeks ago that's the attorney general daniel cameron there um and then he had the tough duty yesterday to explain what has happened and not being murder charges with the officers and a lot of the things that people in the streets were demanding and, and he mentioned there which i the entire premise of the, the 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 outrage for so long has been the uh, the no knock thing, and then the racial element, obviously. Yeah. Um. And then he said it was not a no knock, and there situation. is
4: there is c- legitimate confusion over certain of the facts. Um. There are also uh, race baiting greed heads on all the cable news channels making crap up, and then it's repeated over and over again. There are also folks on the right. And Vladimir Putin, who are spreading untruths meant to inflame people who generally support the police.
5: Yeah, I heard some, uh, some people on the right say some things that weren't true either. Um, Nancy Pelosi said just a few minutes ago, justice was denied for Breonna Taylor and her family. The charging decision held no one accountable for her death. The Speaker of the House not helping, I don't think.
4: Uh, I will say this briefly, then dive into some of the the truths that are being distorted. But uh, I'm going to be talking to a couple of uh, cops later in the day about serving of warrants and uh, pounding on door and saying it's the police. How long do you wait? Um, Because both Jack and I are troubled by the notion that at 1 a.m. there's pounding on the door. The cops perhaps announce themselves. I'm not sure how many times uh, did I hear it. Was I wide awake, etc.? And then the door comes busting in. And if I don't know who's busting down my door, or if I'm not sure it's the cops, because sometimes bad guys say they're the cops. Right. And you open the door. Um,
5: somebody could get shot. I'm, t- I'm speaking for myself here. I would have my gun in my hand. And if I got my gun in my hand, they shoot me. Right. So.
4: There are issues I would like to know more about and and talk over in a calm way. And I'm looking forward to doing
5: that. But oh, that'd be a horrifying situation.
4: I first dove into this because I was scrolling through Twitter and saw Candace Owens, who we know a little bit. We've hung out with her, but um uh she says idiot take Brianna Taylor must have been shot because she was black. There does not appear to be any racial element to this story, by the way. Um, unless you want to believe that cops just target black people for the sort of crimes that the warrant had to do with more than white people. And if you want to have that discussion, let's go ahead. But there's no direct racial element to this case, despite how it's being portrayed everywhere. Um, but then Candace went on to tweet, not because her boyfriend was a career criminal drug dealer who fired at police first while she was standing behind him. Well, that's not true. The boyfriend who was there that night was uh, has no criminal record. He was a registered, a licensed gun owner um, and had nothing to do with any of this stuff. He just happened to be over there watching a movie. Um, it was her ex-boyfriend who lived at another address, which was also the subject of a warrant, who was the drug dealer.
5: And, she, and he was, as her new boyfriend, worried it was the ex-boyfriend at the door, right? which right. I fully understand. <laughs> So, oh man, that's a terrible situation.
4: The Louisville Courier Journal did a big uh, fact-checky thing on this. Whenever I, whenever I see the phrase "fact check," I uh, give it the stink eye and get my skeptical bone on. And uh, I read their the facts. What happened at Brianna Taylor's apartment, which is a couple of pages, and I found it to be very even-handed and um, and, and accurate. So I went on to the various claims um, that are being made. Police were at the wrong apartment. Uh, It's not true. There were multiple warrants um, for multiple addresses, and hers uh, was a search warrant to search the premises for um, um, evidence of drug dealing because her ex-boyfriend was a significant narcotics dealer, and she was said to have handled the money or something like that.
5: I barely followed this story, and the way it got to me through the media was the cops busted in the door, no knock, busted in the door of the wrong place and shot a woman in her bed.
0: So it was the right address, but they didn't know who was inside? Or were they expecting Brianna Taylor to live there? There was some belief that she was with
4: her ex-boyfriend okay. still, is what I've heard, but I can't nail that down exactly. Uh, but the Louisville uh, Courier-Journal says, no, that's false. The search warrant for Taylor in her home explicitly identified her and her address. They were not there by mistake. Uh, Claim police located their main suspect before going to Taylor's home. So there's no reason to bust in. Again, there are multiple search warrants for multiple locations. And, yeah, they had rounded up the main suspect minutes earlier, but that's utterly irrelevant. They were, again, hitting a number of different targets. Whether they did it in the right way or had to is a matter for debate, but that's just not true. Um, Well, I'm sorry, it is true, but it's completely insignificant. Uh, Claim Taylor was shot while she was asleep in bed. Because that
5: is what I had heard.
4: Right, yeah, that's what everybody heard. And in fact, Tucker Carlson last night said she was uh, killed in her bedroom, which is incredibly unfortunate, but blah, blah, blah. But no, according to the police, according to her boyfriend, according to everybody, um, they were watching a movie in bed about 1 o'clock in the morning. There was pounding at the door. Jeez. Um, I would go scaring into both of them.
6: full
5: panic. Even if they, you know, the original story was they didn't say who they were and they just busted open the door. But even if you knock on the door and yell, Police, it's 1 o'clock in the morning have any idea if you're the police or not how
4: do i figure that out and especially if i have no reason to believe the police would be knocking on my door right um so anyway uh there was no response when taylor called out twice according to a former um oh they thought it might be the former boyfriend current boyfriend said miss taylor called out twice who is it then walker said he grabbed his gun saying he was scared to death he, taylor yelled again at the top of her lungs asking who it was but at this point they're in the hallway, both of them, that's when the door came off its hinges. Mr. Walker fired one shot, unable to see who he was shooting at. He struck uh, the police officer. They were turned fire, striking Taylor multiple times, etc. Uh, so they were both in the hallway um, trying to figure out who's coming in the door. Claim Taylor was living with a drug dealer. Uh, the boyfriend did not live in the apartment. He was just there to hang out. He has no history of drug offenses. He was not named in the search warrant. Um and uh, he's just he's got nothing to do with it. He's just her current boyfriend was at the house. Um, it's it's false. That story is false.
5: And how what kind of a drug dealer are we talking about here? Like is he former moving, boyfriend. Is he moving uh, tons of fentanyl and responsible for the deaths of tens of thousands or or, you know.
4: Well, the, all I know is they they hit was it four addresses and for some reason the fifth wasn't carried out or it was five out of six or something like that. So it was a simultaneous multi-location uh, warrant. So it had to be significant. I, I don't know that specifically, though. I mean, police don't waste their time on you know hitting five uh, houses because Johnny is selling a little pot. But anyway.
5: If you got to search my home, can you give me a call and uh, we'll meet at the house or something like that? Set in the middle of the night when everybody's scared and...
4: And asleep and groggy and the rest of it. Yeah, I've got to admit, but that's why I'm going to talk to some cops about Uh that. why they do that. There's a claim that body camera footage existed and was gotten rid of. No, it didn't happen. There isn't any for whatever reason. The officer who was shot, was killed by friendly fire. No, nobody believes that Um, it was the wrong kind of gun. And Mr. Walker says, yeah, I fired at him because I didn't know he was. Um, and uh, there are a couple, a couple other claims that are not terribly significant, but just you don't want to be repeating false stuff just because it supports your side. It's just not a good look. Doesn't help our argument.
5: No, and it's worth taking a look at the way they do these uh, raids.
6: Yep,
3: Armstrong and Getty.